the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Days like this where Dave Congleton uh, is out sunning himself on the uh, beaches of some foreign land, I'm assuming, or... French Riviera. Possibly French Riviera. Not quite sure (laughs) where he's at. He's a jet set type, you know. He's all over the world. Who knows where he's at today? But I'm filling in. We got Jim Richards that's filling in for me. I'm filling in for Dave. And uh, we're here, as we always do, on Fridays, Pet and Pie. That's what I'm always looking forward to. The rest of the show is going to be great, but always looking forward to Friday's Pet and Pie of the Week. And uh, we are going to be having a great show today. And in fact, at six o'clock, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, County Supervisor. Oh, man, I knew I knew I messed it up already. Got my notes on the wrong page. <laughs> uh, County Supervisor Don Ortiz Leg, and she's going to be talking about all the stuff going on in the Central Coast. Uh, and that's at six o'clock. Five o'clock. Musician Travis Larson of the Travis Larson Band. He's going to be in studio. Playing some music and also talking about his recent tour around uh, parts of the country, his recent trip to Germany, and uh, playing at the NAMM show in L.A. That's a big musician's uh, get-together thing down there. Four o'clock, we're going to be looking back at the week that was. I don't I don't think that's an original title, but hey, it is what it is. It's very descriptive. We're going to look back at the top stories. I'm going to give you what I think my top stories were of the week and I want you to call in with what stories, maybe you agree with mine, maybe you don't. Maybe you have another suggestion. I want you to call in and give us your two cents of what you think the top story of the week is for you and why. And that's going to be at 4 o'clock, 3.30. You know what that means. It's the pie time. And we're going to be enjoying pie with David Hernandez, Sergeant First Class from the United States Army. He's going to be enjoying pie. We're going to thank you for his service and find out why maybe... Others should be serving in the military as well. But right now, it's the pet portion of our uh, day. And uh, we're here with Greer and Stacy. In fact, this dog is so out of control, Stacy had to come in to help. Because <laughs> you, you, it, two of them had to ride on this dog's back just to bring it inside. Because it was so out of control. Is that true? Um, no. No? <laughs> no. Oh, no. you mean it's wandering but- around and... Panting and just kind of looking at everything and well, it being had, sweet. It had an exuberant time chasing the ball, uh, as you'll see in one of the photos, folks. Um, th- this is a great ball chaser. Uh, we'll retrieve it, bring it back. Matter of fact, I'd be willing to bet that the breed is German Shepherd and Ball Retriever. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm certain of it. This dog it, definitely it, seems like a ball retriever. Oh, and really good at it. Really good at it. Uh, very sweet temperament and personality. Um, she's been there since September. And who knows why? You know, I mean, the dogs get overlooked. Part of the reason could be that she's an all-black dog. But she's got this really nice curly hair, shiny black coat. And she's quite... Quite good looking. That's one thing I was noticing was that dog is shiny. Yeah, yeah. You know, so she's been well cared for. And you may be wondering, well, let's see, she's only two years old. Uh, she's a good size, maybe 40 pounds, 35 pounds, something like that. So why they turn her in? Well, she probably wouldn't do good on the farm, folks. She likes to chase the chickens. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like to chase them? Who doesn't like to eat them? And mm-hmm. so, you know, that doesn't go well on a farm. Uh, so that's the biggest reason why. Um, so, uh, but obviously, uh, not bad with other dogs. I mean, if the dog is friendly, she's friendly too. So I think just uh, keep her away from the chickens. Very good. Very sweet dog. Yeah. She's kind of, she hears uh, there's a car backing up or a truck and it's got the beep beep going. Huh? And that's uh, definitely grabbed her attention. And now she's back to, uh, Vacuuming the floor with her nose. Yeah. Checking out everything that's going on. Stacy? Yeah, so I came in to um, say hi to Dave, but I guess he's out on the ocean right now. So mm-hmm. hi, Dave, <laughs> from a distance. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm really excited to see that Greer brought Ella. She has been at the shelter since September, and um, she's one of my favorites. Um, I, I know her pretty well. I have taken her on so many walks since September. Um, and usually take her out to the ball yard and throw the ball. Also, um, when I see somebody else out there with her, from a distance, she looks so beautiful. She is a wonderful-looking dog. Very, very, um, uh, I guess, handsome. But what do you call a, a female dog? How would you describe a, Beguiling. a good-looking Beguiling. dog? Yes. Darn good-looking. But she's in great shape. Like you said, her yeah. her coat is shiny, and she's clean. Her teeth look good. She's young. She's only two years old. Yeah. Very um, treat-motivated, too. Very treat-motivated. Um, so she's she's good at walking, too. She's good on leash. Yeah. Um, you know and, who you're describing? Jim Richards. Oh, Jim yeah. Richards. Yep. Wow. He, very treat motivated. Oh. Very treat motivated. Well, you bring yeah. me a treat, I'm going to walk with you anywhere. He, yep, he's good at walking and he, he loves treats. Do you have a oh. shiny black treats. coat in your I closet? Do have a black, I have a shiny black coat in my closet. There you go. Closet. So what do you think of our uh, our dog, Ella? I think it's a great dog. I think she's a great dog. Um, she was just being great out in the lobby. She was getting some snacks out there and sitting there and just uh, being the best dog ever, I think. She's she's yeah. an amazing dog. Now, I keep looking at the dog, and it looks like, I, I don't know, like a black lab German Shepherd. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be. It's physically shaped kind of German Shepherdy, yeah, but with black lab she yes. color. She like kind of black lab to me. You know, I, I, you just got to do the DNA. That's the only way if you really got to know for sure. But the most important thing, folks, it, it wouldn't matter what... You know, she comes back as it's all about temperament and personality, and do you connect? 
She might have a little sheepdog in her. What does that maybe cost to do a DNA a thing for a dog? I plan on throwing about $100 at it. Because you know? do, do a lot of people do that? Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, they yeah. just can't stand it. They have to find out what kind of dog they have. It's right. cute, you know. It, it's fun. Yeah. I think it's talking points later on, you know. But yeah. um, you know, so if you really got to know, but the point being, I mean, most importantly, like I said, it's it's temperament and personality, and do mm-hmm. you connect? And then it doesn't matter. It could be rodent for all that matters. You know, it just there you go. You got a connection, then that's the dog. And at two years old. This dog's got a long life ahead. Is long it a, life. an emotional thing when they find out like they're two percent Chihuahua and they break down crying with the <laughs> well, DNA? Have you had the DNA? You have you had your yeah, own see, DNA? There I'm you go. All, I've done the DNA test, and you're always shocked. Like, hey, I didn't know that, you know. And maybe the dog is like, oh my god, I didn't know I was part poodle. Three percent. I'm ashamed. I'm three percent Togo. Does what? anybody know where Togo is, folks? Go look uh, it up. Go look yeah. it up. No, You'll it's see. a big island somewhere. I think. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. No, nope. but wow. this dog, I. I'm going to say it's 50-50. German Shepherd, Black Lab. Fair enough. Fair I think enough. so. She's a great dog. I mean, yeah. I walked in um, from the outer lobby into our little lobby here yeah. for the radio station, and uh, she just wanted to greet and yeah. be happy, and she was not uh, She is not out of control. She was sitting there having uh, her treats when I came in, and she's just yeah. a great dog. She knows sit, shake. Down. Oh, you know, she's yeah, she, so came, she just ran over to you. Oh, she's a smarty pants. Oh, no. She literally just her yeah. head popped up and she ran right over because she thought, oh, here right. I got to do some tricks. Well, that's it. I'm okay. here to perform. She's, she's getting more oh, uh, she more treats even as we speak. Yep. She is very very treat motivated. Um, you know, if you know anything about the shelter, you would know that you know you have the play yards out there. And then you had the office, and I had to go in there in the office to get some copies of her paperwork. And she was able to look through I don't know how many series of windows, but she could see me in the lobby. And she was just with her paws up, just watching my every move. That's so, what she's thinking. I have Rear, to, yeah. you haven't taken me to the radio station yet. What is up with that? Yeah, who's going? What, what is up is with that? In? I've been here since September. Some of these dogs have been here less time than me, and you've taken them. So why haven't you taken me? Bring on that right. shiny black coat, and then you're coming on in. <laughs> I actually have the window open here. That's uh, what you yeah. might have heard me in the background making all kinds of noise. Mm-hmm. That's because she was so interested in looking through that window yeah, yeah. that I had to raise it for her, and then she was just fixated on that truck that was beeping. And she's not mad, not barking, not scared, just... Yeah extremely interested in the beeping truck yeah. you know and not to take anything off of this dog but the dog you took back last week was she was adopted basically right after you got back oh, right the, him and the sister two older boxers a nine and a seven-year-old boxers got adopted uh last week and uh, you know Thank you so much for listening uh, and uh, meeting me at the shelter, um, you know, to uh, meet meet our dog. And then next thing you know, she took two. Oh, um, I got to tell you, though, this dog is just as good as those oh, yeah. dogs. Oh, I want to hear the story because I wasn't dog. here last week. So I want to hear the story of the dog from last week because Dave even texted me to let me know how fast it went. Now, but we're going to do that right after we come back. Yeah, you're listening to News Talk 920 FM 96.5 KVEC, the Dave Congleton Show. on the Dave Congleton Show. My name is Craig Hill, filling in for the aforementioned Dave Congleton. I'm here with Greer and Stacy and Jim, and we're 
meeting the uh, pet of the week, Ella. And you can go check out Ella on the Facebook page, News Talk 920 KBC. And you can check uh, out the pictures and uh, go get this great girl. But before we go any further, uh, Jim's got to let you know that this whole segment is uh, able to be brought to you by... Really quickly, too. I just saw something on the traffic screen. Somebody's standing on the roadway on 101 near Los Osos Valley Road. So be careful going through that area right now. Somebody just really in the wrong place. Right they're, now. they're on their way to come get Ella, so you better yeah. hurry up. <laughs> yes. There it is. Uh, Cuesta Park Animal Hospital, right? So yes. we're creating a friendly, informative, and supportive veterinary environment while treating your pet as if they're... They're if is they're if it's their own like it's their own. There we are. Um, I wish we could redo this. Visit questaparkdvm.com for more information and to book your appointment. That is correct. All right, now we're here with Ella. Last week I wasn't here, and Dave texted me to uh, talk about how much it meant to him, how fast your pet was. Uh, yeah, adopted it, now tell us about that okay so we had a boxer on an older boxer named bruno um and bruno was you know on the smaller side as boxers go um you know about 30 maybe 35 pounds uh came in with a sister and i should have brought them both on but so that boxer was a lightweight a lightweight a lightweight boxer yeah. yes uh-huh and how yes. old was bruno? Um, bruno i believe was the younger of the two that was okay. seven and okay. then the sister was nine Oh, so, wow. Yeah, and so they both came in literally only days before with a Frenchie um, uh, dog, too, you know, a French bulldog. Mm-hmm. So we had no worries about the French bulldog getting adopted, that's for sure. They go out the door very quickly. Yeah, Why? They, get, they get stolen. They get stolen, yes. Exactly. Highly popular dog. So um, anyway, Bruno uh, you know, did great on, on the radio show. Um, and there's a, gr- a terrific picture of Dave with Bruno. Uh, and they just had a nice connection. It really was. Um, Bruno is just a very sweet boy. Um, and uh, we got um, as I'm driving into the shelter, I get out, I take Bruno, and I literally walk arm in arm with somebody coming into the shelter. Her uh, name is Debbie, and she says, uh, uh, "Is this uh, Bruno?" And I went, uh, "Yeah, sure is." She goes, "I'm here to meet Bruno." Oh. I said, "Well, we're doing that right now. Let's go into the yard." And so went into the yard with Bruno. They get along wonderfully, and I said, "So, what do you think about her sister?" Or his sister. And he said, she said, oh, well, um, I don't know, maybe. I said, let me go grab her. So we brought the sister in. Don't ask me her name. I cannot recall off the top of my head. And the next thing you know, bingo, bango, uh, adopted. Both. Oh, what a great both. story. And both. Uh, and she heard it from KVC. Yes, yes. For Bruno, yeah, of course. And then the bonus is the sister getting adopted, too. So, and did you make sure management knows about... Now, coming on the show, yeah, yes, promotes and helps. Now, that's two dogs yes, from the show. Absolutely, that's two, and th- let's let's do the same here. Um, so it's um, it, it's just a great venue for dogs to come out, get in the car. You get to see the dog doing a car ride. Ella was spectacular in the car. Jumped in the car and then was very chill, looking out the window a little bit, and then just lay down. It's kind of like waiting to see where we we're going to go. Um, so. By the time we get to the studio, they've been completely removed from the shelter. They've had a chance to kind of, uh, kind of relax, if you will, from the noise and the, somewhat, sometimes the chaos there. And this is what you see in the studio is kind of what you're likely to get in your home. Because this studio could be anybody's room in the house. So oftentimes you can't ju- judge a dog when they're in that shelter it's, environment. That's right. That's a very good point right there. Um 
this is amazing. This is so great that Ella is here, so well-behaved, sitting nicely. It's good information to hear how well she was in the car, um, yes. walking up in perfect in the studio. And even Jim said when I was hold, um, kind of holding her in the other room. By the way, as you're holding treats, the dog is watching your hand with a <laughs> laser. Watching, so every time you gesticulate that hand <laughs> movement, that dog is like, there it is. There right? it is. Up, up, down, up, down. I need to pay attention, but she's not jumping all over me. She's not bothering no, me. She's no. not hurting me. She's just watching. Just stare. It's a good thing that dog does not have laser eyes. Your hand would be exploding <laughs> right now. Yeah. So, by the way, um, the stairs going up to the second floor here, I told her up, and she started walking up, and I just dropped the leash. Next thing you know, she's walking up the stairs, and Stacy's up there and just sees this black dog walking on up all alone. It's <laughs> like, I guess she knows what she's doing. There you go. I know, and I said, is that Ella? Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it, it breaks my heart. She's been there since September, oh, and people just don't really look at her. She, They just walk on by for some reason. Yeah. She's just... Uh, doesn't stand out well in her kennel. She's very excitable. She wants out of there so bad. She wants to run. Mm. She wants to play, but she's not overly excited in here. It's so wonderful to see how well she is, so well behaved she is. Yeah. What a great dog to adopt. I got to say, this is really great dog. Oftentimes, you know, they come in and they're excited. I, I let it slip. It's like when little kids come in, you know, you, you give them a little room to bounce <laughs> off the walls. Yeah. This dog is acts as if it's been trained to yeah. be just next to you and curious but not overly excitable right just very nice i will give this dog the craig hill stamp of approval yes. and guarantee this is a great dog now who should adopt this dog and who shouldn't um Go for it. So I was just looking on what, so it has a surrender uh, profile and some an questions and answered. And it says, um, is the pet housebroken? Yes. Is this pet um, good with cats? Not sure. Does the pet have any training? And it says, yes, she's well trained. True. Um, so I don't, I, what was the question? Like, uh, what kind of people? Yeah, who should yeah, get it? So who shouldn't? It says no, no chickens. So we we have to be aware of um, yeah. that kind of environment. And also, if you have other dogs, really, she needs to meet the dogs. I, I do know that when I'm walking Ella and I'm walking nearby other dogs, she really doesn't pay much attention. She's non-reactive. Mm. So, um, you know, she has a lot of potential, but we need to go a little bit further mm. in that issue. Yeah. And I, th I think with kids, you know, it, it just says sort of, you know, as far as good with children, uh, it, I, I find that hard to believe that there would be a problem with children. This dog seems like it. she'd be great yes, with kids, absolutely, especially outdoors. Outdoors in a yard, her size is perfect. It's not she's not too big that would be intimidating to a young kid. Um, you know, I can see this dog being respectful. Um, Tons of eye contact. This dog. Oh yeah. It's going from the eyes to the hands, eyes to the hands, yeah. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. She's super fun to play fetch with too. Oh gosh, and oh, that, I bet. that's her main thing. Yep. Yeah. Is playing fetch and bringing that ball back and then running so fast. It's beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, she she really likes that activity. Well, with 10 seconds left, where does somebody go get Ella? No, oh, my let's see. First off, um the best thing to do is go online, um take a look at the inventory of our of our dogs and animals in general. When you see uh you know uh, Ella's picture, you're going to have an ID number associated with that. 
Call into the shelter, 805-781-4400. Make an appointment. Come on down and see Ella. All right. When we come back, we're going to be enjoying some pie with the U.S. Army right after this. It's a wonderful day for pie. You can ask all the birds in the sky, and they'll tell you real sweet with a musical tweet. It's a wonderful day for pie. For pie. For pie. For pie. For pie. It's a wonderful, wonderful Every day is a wonderful day for pie, but we get ours on Friday. You know, you have to earn pie. You don't just get to have it. You got to earn it. It's like it's like a rank in the military. They don't just give it to you. You got to earn it. Except for this pie, it's harder to get than a rank in the military because well, okay, it's not that hard. It's you just got to go to the store, your local grocery store or Make a drive up to Cambria, and we're here enjoying the Lynn's Pie, the Olala Berry Pie from Lynn's. It is phenomenal. We got Greer and Stacy, and then also joining us, U.S. Army Sergeant First Class David Hernandez. Yes, thank you, sir. He is with us in studio enjoying pie with us. I figure, you know, you've put in, uh, you know, 16 years in the Army. You deserve a slice of pie. That's how it works. Yep, very delicious. Pentagon called me and said he put in his 16. It's what we call the pie-versary for military, and you get a slice of pie. Oh, yes, indeed. Very delicious. That's why you joined up, wasn't it? Of course. Come yeah. on now. That's why you signed up to serve the country and get a slice of pie. And uh, we are here with our guests. Enjoy. And don't forget, Jim over there. Having pie. Having pie. Yeah, yep. that's, that's in the contract, Craig. Whenever Dave is out, you are here and I'm here. And we have pie. Yeah, we usually must have pie. I have to ask you, hey, can you cover me like Monday through Thursday? But on Fridays, you yeah, co- no, hey, you need Friday. me today. Hey, yeah, you, you, you need the you need the day off. Yeah. Uh, it's you been stick way Friday. too long since I've been here on a Friday. Yeah, you should come. You should leave. Yeah, that's what he does. Get out of here. But we're here enjoying the Olala Berry pie. And uh, Greer and Stacy, you guys, uh, what do you think of this pie? Well, this is the reason why I came by. <laughs> yeah, know? I noticed. I'm like, why? You can't, you can't say no to Lynn's yeah. pie. This is Olala Berry. Mm. Nothing to do with a dog or anything like that. Well, that's oh, trying to get rid of it, you oh, know, we, get him out of the shelter. Really need. We really want to have um, Ella <laughs> adopted, but also we want to say how wonderful this pie is. It's like deep purple lala berries, and the fruit. Once again, that flavor comes right out, and the flaky crust. Yum. Delicious. Greer, where's this on your list of pies? Very high, very high. Um, yeah, this is this is right up there with the peach blueberry, my my all time favorite. Um, but I will never say no to a lala berry. I'm and now, oh, oh, this is so good. Sergeant First First Class David Hernandez, how do people, what do they call you? Do they say the whole name every time? No, no, it's just Sergeant. Just Sergeant? Yes. So, do they call you Sarge? Nah, I mean, I've heard it a couple of times, but at the same time, you never want to be, you know, called that either. Yeah, I, I just picture Sarge with, always has a cigar and always says Sarge like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarge. No. If he said Sergeant, the yeah. cigar would fall out. There oh, yeah. Go. That's mm-hmm. why. So you're here joining us. This is the first time you've had. The, the Lynn's Olala Berry Pie. Yes, indeed. This is my very first time. Are you familiar with Lynn's? No, I'm not. Now, uh, are you are you from the Central Coast? Apparently not. No. Originally nope. from Texas. Where, what part of Texas? Way down south by the beach. 
So South Padre Island, oh, around okay. that area. And then you, so you went into the army from there. Yes. And now you're here eating pie with us. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Very That's, delicious. Y- you never know what's going to happen. So what do you, yeah, what do you think of this pie? Uh, I'm not much of a sweet person, but when I taste it, this very delicious. I love berries. All right. The best thing about this pie, it's very creamy. The crust is not too hard. You know, people always talk about the crust mm-hmm. yeah. because other pies, the crust is just a delivery system. It breaks. Yeah, and here mm-hmm. it's it's staying together, but mm-hmm. it's flaky. Mm-hmm. It has its own taste. And you said you're not you're not a fan of sweet. No, but this right here, it's not. I always it's say not it's overly. not. Yeah, it's not candy sweet. Mm-hmm. It's fruit sweet. Yes. Yeah. The one that I like yeah, about just it too. Loading it up with a bunch of sugar. Well, I like about it too is it's not just a bunch of pureed mush. You actually have berries in this. Owali berries, whole owali berries. Yeah, it is filled with berries now. When you do eat pie from Texas or wherever you're stationed around the world, is there a pie that you prefer? Oh, you, come on. There's always that one pie. Which one would it be? The I'm a pumpkin pie kind of guy. Oh, oh, really? yes. Wait till you, yes, yes. Wait till you try the Lynn's pumpkin pie. Oh, my pie. gosh. Yeah, you have not lived until you've had <laughs> Lynn's pumpkin pie. Lynn's is amazing. Have you been to uh, their store up at Cambria? No, I haven't. Oh, man. How long have you been here on the Central Coast? Uh, going on about almost three years. Three, oh, come this June. Wow, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> you you got you to make the drive. Yeah, you got to get up drive. there. Now, if you want to get this pie, you can go to any of the grocery stores. So the fruit pies are available in the grocery store in the uh, frozen pie section and you can get that or if you know if you're tough enough if you know if you're <laughs> really tough you can make a leisurely drive up the coast of California to the picturesque village of Cambria and okay. eat there it, it's a tough drive because you got on one side rolling green hills on the other side you have the ocean waves it's yeah it's yeah. a brutal drive. I, I don't know. Can you do it? Yeah. Of course I can. Oh, Come right, on now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the drive is not, it's not the issue. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's uh, where you can get these pies, and they're absolutely terrific. And uh, at, when we were talking off air, you were mentioning, you know, Texas. And I was thinking, I don't even know if they've even heard of Olali berries in Texas. No, never heard of it. This is the first time. Hmm. Now, a little background. The Olali berry, from what I recall, was invented up in Oregon, created its a mix of what is it? That's a raspberry and blackberry. I think. Blackberry. I it's think a so. combination, and uh, but it was out there, and the Lins brought it to the Central Coast, where it is thriving, and it has become the berry of the Central Coast. It is, if you think of berries, on in this area, it's olala berries and it's Lins, mm-hmm. and so that's what you got to do. But people try to make these olala berry pies at home, and they're all right, but never the same. Never the same as Lins. So, of the Olala berry, since you, this is the first time you've had, what are your kind of uh, takeaways from it? Well, like I said, the, the biggest thing for me when it comes to a pie, it's the crust. You know, I hate to, you know, pick at a pie and it just breaks. This one is just, it's not too burnt. It's moist. I like it. I love berries, mm-hmm. you know. But, oh, my God. Very first time having this, I love it. Well, see, that is why... You really got to try for everyone out there, Lynn's mm-hmm. pies, because there's so many pies like this one is great. I love Olala Berry, but there's pies that I don't even like that I love on Lynn's. You want to try it? I'm not yeah. a pecan pie fan. I have a feeling mm. that anytime we need somebody to come in and talk about the military on a Friday, you're you're up for it because you can come in for the 
you know, pie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're, Anytime. We're going to have troops stationed outside. <laughs> the, the new recruiting office is going to be in the parking lot on Fridays. Yep. This yeah, is where I, we're going to be at. I'm not a, a. Do you like pecan pie? No, I don't. I'm Me, not a fan of pecan. Neither am I. I love Lynn's pecan pie. Really? Yeah, because it to me it tastes like uh, creme brulee mm. with just it is it is sweet, but it has that crisp the crispy toasted nuts in there, and it is delicious. I'm not a fan of it of other people's versions of it. So many I, of their pies. I have a feeling somebody from Texas saying they're not a fan of pecans. <laughs> I know. That's I know. Oh yeah, that is very popular. Yes. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Wow, you know, that. growing up, you know, my mom used to always have it. You know, one of those where, hey, you're going to eat this pie. And I go, oh, my God, of course I got to eat it now. Oh. And so I guess over time, it's just I've built that tolerance. I, I can't do it no more. Mm-hmm. No more. Mm-hmm. So now you can send a Lynn's pie from the Central Coast to your mom. Oh. Say, here, I'll eat these. This is, this is what you can now serve me exclusively <laughs> when I come to visit. And that's it. And now do you get back there often? So I recently just went back and visited my family early January. Mm-hmm. It's been the first time in three years. So it was great seeing my family. I was there for about a week with my little one. So you got to tell them all about this pie. Take, you know what we should do is take some pictures of this Lynn's pie, and he can send it back and make them all jealous in oh Texas. So oh, yeah. That, then all of a sudden, everyone in Texas will start moving to California so that they can be with the, uh, the Lynn's pies here. He can mail some. Mail a pie. You can mail a pie. That is true. You can go down to Lynn's, go on their website. You can order a pie online and have it shipped right to Texas, and then all of a sudden everyone will move to California from Texas. We'll get all those people back. (laughs) It's usually the opposite. Uh, People are trying to leave. No, this is the reason, the one reason to come back. Sure, there's the taxes and the property costs and living here. But we got the Lynn's pie. They don't got that in Texas. All right. Well, let's run down the uh, board. Jimbo, what do you think? You know, it, it's amazing. Uh, you can't go wrong with a Lynn's pie, but this is br- truly amazing. And th- just the the berries alone, like I said before, it's not mush, and that just that no. just puts right no. on the top of the list for me. Greer, uh, pause up, pause up. Great, great pie. Big pause up, Stacy. Oh, I'll give it a thumbs up. up too. <laughs> Ella loves it. Did you give her some crust? <laughs> yeah, she loved it. All right, and uh, first sergeant, sergeant first class, David Hernandez. What do you think? Saron Hernandez approved. Yeah. All right. It's got the official. Now, that's an official Army approval. From Sergeant Hernandez. From yes, Sergeant indeed. Hernandez. <laughs> approved. Everyone is approving of this delicious mm-hmm. Olala Berry pie. So th- get out there. Get up to Lynn's. Go to the Lynn's compound. Go to Lynn's restaurant. Lynn's Easiest Pie Cafe. Lynn's uh, Toy Store. Lynn's Orama, Lynn's Hammock Store. They got everything up there at Lynn's. The whole corner, the whole street. Yeah. But they do have a, a very cool gift shop up there, too. They do. And uh, I was, I lost my Lynn's uh, pie scooper. It was here. No. I can't find it. Somebody snaked it. And as I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I got to get back to the Lynn's uh, oh, gift shop and get me another pie slicer. What a shame. Anyway, very, very uh, delicious pie. Thank you, uh, John and Rini and Aaron, for the uh, the great pie. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be learning a little bit more about our uh, military guest and uh, about the lifestyle right after mm, I move this off of here and right after this. We're back 
101 Hometown Radio, the Dave Congleton Show. I'm Craig Hill filling in for Dave, who will be back on Monday. Uh, he's out cruising around the world, jet-setting, living the life. Well, me and uh, Jim stuck back here running the show. Not stuck. We're, we're enjoying it. And my guest right now is David Hernandez, U.S. Army Sergeant First Class. And uh, straight from Texas. Yes, sir. To here. Now, you, I, I talked to you for the first time today. I was yes. on my way in. And I, I'm like, hey, I need a, I need a convoy. <laughs> I need some army help, and someone to try uh, to test the pie. And you, you volunteered. Of course, and you, it's pie. You, that's what you do. You volunteer. You volunteered for the army. When did when did you volunteer for the army? Oh my God, this is back in 2008. 2008. Yes. When you were like seven? No. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, I was just 21 at the time. And why did you uh, why did you join up? So I joined up. I mean, at the time, you know, I was stuck at this dead end job. Do, what were you doing, radio? I was doing retail. Okay. Yeah, I know. You know, some of the jobs that we can only get. Folding pants at the Gap? No, oh, I did that too. <laughs> but I had a buddy of mine just got back from his uh, second tour, and he was explaining to me, you know, his job. And I was just there and all like, oh, my God, you get to do that? And I'm over here stocking shelves. What, what was his job? Uh, he was an artillery guy as well. So he just got to blow stuff up and exactly. shoot big guns. Yeah, and you're like, course. wow, I can shoot big guns or fold these uh, chinos again. Exactly, because you know I lift weights too, and he was like, hey man, it's like lifting weights, you're lifting heavy rounds, and that you're like, hey, it's good enough. Yep. And w- when you decided to join up, I mean, was it was it a hard decision? No, actually, it wasn't a hard decision. I've always wanted to do the military growing up, but my mom was against it. Mm-hmm. You know, but me coming from a Hispanic background, you know, you got to listen to mom. You know, mm-hmm. she's the law. Yeah, you don't but, want to get that chocolate of the head. <laughs> exactly, right? So when I left and you know, I moved out, it was me, my wife, and I just had a newborn. Oh, wow. So you were married and had a kid. Yes. Wow, that must have been tough. No, I mean, it was tough living paycheck to paycheck and whatnot. But remember, I told you my buddy showed me the benefits of what I could get being mm-hmm. in the Army. And after reviewing everything, that was a no-brainer right there, you know? But you had to leave... Your wife, and is it a son or daughter? No, my daughter. So you had to leave your wife and your daughter to join the military. Exactly. You couldn't just, you know, at least the gap maybe doesn't pay, but it's down the street. (laughs) You get to come home every night. True. But, I mean, you're not gone forever. I was only gone for a couple of months for the training. Mm -hmm. And then after that, came back, picked up my family, and the Army moved us. To, and where did you move to? So so remember, I'm from Texas, right? So my first duty station was Alaska. (laughs) That couldn't be any more opposite. Well, no, I guess maybe New York would be more opposite. But, I mean, as far as temperature-wise... Oh, it was a culture shock at best right there. Yeah, we had to fix up our car, get it winterized, you know, buy all these clothing, these jackets and whatnot. But I will say this, though. Alaska is gorgeous. If you have an opportunity, I'm telling you, it is amazing out there. Well, are you an outdoorsy guy? Do you hunt and fish and do stuff like that? Well, I wasn't, but after being there, I mean, you get accustomed to it, and, you know, it becomes a hobby after mm-hmm. that. You know, but, I mean, it's amazing. The fishing out there, oh, my God. If you love fishing, you need to go out there. I know somebody that leaves from here, goes up to Alaska <laughs> just to fish, and then comes back, and they just give away their fish because it's about the, the act of fishing yes, and not just keeping it all. And so you go up to Alaska. What are you doing up there? I was doing artillery, you know, training, blowing stuff up, you know, enjoying my time out there. My, To be honest, my family actually loved it up there. Yeah. To keep a snow, you know, a snow uniform on my little one was like battling war right there. Because hmm. we try to put it on and she'd take it off right afterwards. 
Just, but she still loved being there, though. Oh, yeah, of course. And your wife did, too. Yes. And so after Alaska, where did you go to? Oh, I got moved to uh, Colorado, up in Fort Carson. Okay, well, I would guess that's kind of that, that halfway vibe. It's as cold in the winter as yes. uh, Alaska, but it's hot in the summer, I guess. So how was it there? What were oh, you doing Oh, my there? God, it was gorgeous there. Are you kidding me? Look, leaving Alaska to Colorado, mm-hmm. not much of a difference somewhat. But, I mean, there were so much things to do down there because, you know, Alaska, we were in, like, dead smack in the middle. Couldn't do nothing much, right? Mm-hmm. But Colorado, you're in a city. And there was so much stuff to do down there. And you had the mountains, too. And so did you learn how to do a lot of skiing and I snowboarded in uh, Alaska. Really? Yes. I actually learned how to snowboard there. So you be, once you got to uh, Colorado, you're like, ah, that's old hat, man. I already know how to snow ski and snowboard and all that. Oh, yeah. So you went from there. Now you're in Colorado. And then where from there? It's just It seems like such an itinerant life. Oh, you know, it is. Get used to. And then from there, we moved to Louisiana. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it is it part of your training just to go from these extremes? Is well, it? no, because a lot of it's based off of, you know, cycles. Mm-hmm. You know, we technically we move every three years. You know, at some point you get to choose where you want to go. The other says, hey, you know, I'm here for needs of the Army. They move us where we need to go. But it's an adventure because you're like, man, where am I going next? Now, I, I have to say, in the time you were in the military, Alaska, Colorado, Louisiana, never attacked. You protected us. Yes, sir. Yes, yep. indeed. Not one attack on American soil in any of those states. You did your job. <laughs> Thank you very much. So you end up, you, you went overseas. Yes. Now, was that right after Louisiana? No, no, no. It was my first duty station, to be honest. Remember, I was in Alaska. I was mm-hmm. deployed for two 12-month deployments, mm-hmm. Iraq and Afghanistan. Wow. Uh, those are like the real, because some people like, oh, yeah, I got uh, deployed to Germany or <laughs> no. deployed to uh, Greece or something. You went to the zones, yes. to the hot zones. And how, how was it over there? At first, you know, the first one was a culture shock because you're not accustomed to their ways. Not a lot of snowboarding. Yeah, I know. I miss the snow. Trust me. Yeah. But the heat down there, yeah, that hit us by surprise. So how long were you there? No, I was there for 12 months. And you were, did you go into combat? Of course. Because I, I figure everything's combat over no, there, especially no, no. at that time. Not everything is combat. You know, every job is different you know my job is artillery so it's combat you know there are other jobs you know more support jobs that which are not in you know the the kill zone or whatnot or like in right there where it's uh where they could get hurt or whatnot because you got other individuals you know we got medic medical jobs too we got administrative you know legal and whatnot it just all depends as far as like what job you actually get into mm-hmm. right those are the differences right there. Because, again, right there, of course, the misconception, everybody assumes that the Army is nothing but combat. But it isn't. But I figured, I mean, if you're in that zone, you, I mean, they're not, uh, you know, selling used cars over there. They're fighting a war in those zones. Yes. But you're safe in those facilities that we have there. And then how many people are backing you up? Do you know, like, the kind of, uh, like, for every person on the ground, ground pounder, door kicker, there's, like, what? Ten people that are backing him up. Do you know oh, what that yeah, that, is? that's going to vary. Like I said, that's a whole different job right there. It varies as far as teams and numbers and whatnot. You know, so there's never one definitive answer. You know, it's just a matter of who's in your team right there. Did you ever think about maybe a different MOS? I don't know. You know, a different job. 
like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm going to leave artillery and get into plumbing, you know, something uh, a little different. Did you ever consider that? No, I didn't because the job, to be honest, I fell in love with my job. The cohesiveness, the training that we did day in, day out, the bond that you build with, you know, your brother or sister to your left or right. You know, doing that job together because, again, the, the set goal is to accomplish that one mission that you get, you know. And when it comes down to you, especially in artillery, it's like, hey, look, there's a mission coming down. Somebody needs us. You know, our job was very imperative that once we have, we got that mission, it's like, hey, this is life or death right here. Yeah, I got to say that, you know, the fact that you got to think about the fact that you when you get called in to do your job, to do the thing that you've been trained for. It's never for something simple. You know, you are supporting a military action that is happening at that moment where people's lives are on the line every time. Yes, sir. And you wanted to stay in that. You didn't want to maybe try something else out, maybe a little something easier or or maybe just briefly. Maybe did you think about that? <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. You know, because in, in, in retrospect, once you move up into, you know, higher positions and that job right there, mm-hmm. you know, the main focus, it is the job, but it's also the people that you train and mentor. You know, that's why I, I honestly fell in love with my job, because watching these young individuals, you know, you're looking at 17 to like 25 year olds coming in. Right. They always end up on a rotational basis, but you are still there. You're getting older. But the individuals stay the same. Well, maybe older, but you look the same age as when you went in. You still look 21. Just like fine wine. All right. Well, we are going to find out more about that wine. I'm calling an audible. We have a topic coming up about news of the week, but I want to talk a little bit more with uh, Sergeant Hernandez. So we're going to stick with him on the other side of the break. You'll listen to News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. The 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.